Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. You're both very, very welcome. Good morning to you, Michael. Good morning, Alan. And good morning to you, Terry. Hello. <laughs> Lovely to have you, your company here in studio with us now. Yeah. Michael, you and I go back a long way. We worked together in RT many, many years ago. Yeah, and yeah. You left I, I went 20 years, you're gone 10 years. I, but yes. We used to meet from time to time in the canteen. Your life has taken a bit of a, a, a twist because you would have been really well known as our, our number one newsreader at one stage. But you've gone a completely different direction yeah, since yeah. we last spoke, haven't you? I have. Well, it, it was... Uh, that was the original degree. I... I got a scholarship to France and studied psychoanalysis in France at the University of Nancy in, in, in Lorraine. And uh, I'd always been interested in human nature and they didn't do anything like that at the universities here. Mm. So I went over there, got the first degree, came back, did the clinical training at uh, St. Vincent's University Hospital, did a further degree at uh, Trinity. And uh, so there are many tools in the arsenal when I'm working with clients. And we both Terry and I are still yeah. uh, working with clients. Terry actually founded the Rutland Centre in Dublin. Did you, Terry? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I know people from the Rutland Centre. I've spoken to them on many occasions on the radio. Congratulations. You founded that? I was one of the people who was there at the beginning, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, yeah. A, that's a wonderful yeah. legacy to have, I can tell you. Yeah. 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 So then yeah, you, you, you went into, into this whole area. Yeah. Yes. You, as a matter of interest, before I get into the core of this, do you, do you miss the cut and thrust of the newsroom or is that long since passed now? Uh, no, uh, uh, I, you know, at times you can, particularly when big stories are breaking. You yeah. know, I was there on duty the night uh, Princess Diana died, for example. I was also reading the news the day the uh, IRA ceasefire came into effect. So those big events uh, that you, you, you bring to people, uh, certainly you would miss all of that, right. I, I must say. But I don't miss getting up at four o'clock in the morning to, to, to do the early bulletins. Uh, and the political and, yeah. upheaval and the high year and the Fitzgerald year. You, there for you that, were there yeah. for all of that. I was there for you? all of that. I can remember even in the BBC. Do you remember they used to refer to him as Mr. Hockey? Yeah. Hockey. And I, I always thought all it took was a phone call to ask how he give the man the honour of yeah. pronouncing his name correctly, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's something that you've done. Yes. But now you're you're caught up in this. So yeah. let's let's look at this then. Why do we dream? We Can you analyse that first? Because we all have dreams. Some of them can be really happy dreams. And I constantly, I think we all sometimes dream of people who are no longer with us. Yes. Is there any reason behind that, Michael? Oh, no. Well, we're trying to get used to the fact that they are no longer with us. And it's your, your, your unconscious coming to terms with the fact that there is a huge absence or void in your life. And uh, it's acknowledging mm. uh, that these people are gone. So it takes you step by step uh, uh, through the, the mourning process, essentially. That's what, what it is. The, the, we dream because all, all higher mammals dream. Elephants, dogs, you can see the dog at the fireplace and yeah. his, his, his paws are going. Uh, it, it has something to do with uh, preparing us, this is the latest research, preparing us for what's coming down the line at us for the next day, the next month, the next year. Yeah. And, and uh, it's coming from the unconscious. It's uh, it's essentially the truth 
uh, we're seeing your dreams are coming really in, in cinemascope uh, 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 mechanisms uh, as opposed to maybe looking through the, the, the tiny aperture on your mobile phone which is consciousness so it's very important to, to pay attention to what's coming from your unconscious and allow as much of the unconscious into your everyday life as you can. And if you have a dream of someone who's passed, Michael, is, is that the only reason? It's just that you never forget them or what, what, what's, the, what's the reason behind it? No, well, again, when you're dreaming of these people, the qualities they had are very important. But often it's, it's really a reflection of uh, why did they choose that particular person who has died, if you like. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's an aspect of yourself. So if you can analyse, you know, why, what was the quality they had? Yeah. You know, that is your quality which has been transferred onto them. So why did you dream last night about that particular quality or whatever and you know it'll give you a direction going forward in your life what are some of the most common dreams that people to you come to you with uh, and their meanings well the most obvious dream is uh, the one i think we've all had of doing doing the leaving cert or doing an exam <laughs> you know and you're not prepared for it yeah uh, that seems to be in ireland uh, one of one of the main ones the obvious reason is it is a very important exam. They, uh, you yeah. know, it can set the, the the way or course of your life for the, the next few years. That's why it's important. But uh, normally it's we're not prepared for it or we're doing the subject that we're worst in, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, essentially, if you have that leaving cert dream, you know, what's coming down the line at you? Are you, are you preparing for a job? Mm-hmm. What is, is something that you have to put work into if you're going to achieve it uh, yeah. properly? Mm-hmm. And that's what the dream is. Would you say that's the yeah, same? Terry, yeah, Terry, uh, you chip in mm-hmm. here as well. <laughs> well, I suppose I don't really, I don't work through the, 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 dream, uh, the dream route, right? But I would say, yeah, that my understanding of the dreams is that it comes from the, the primitive part of the human brain. and that it is one of the ways that our primitive selves back in the day Mm. uh, learned how to organise ourselves in terms of survival strategies because it was, well it is still quite a dangerous world for many people but it was very dangerous in in, in days gone by. So it's part of the reptilian part of the brain. So it's a a remarkable mechanism that we have have carried over um, from our primitive times. Mm. Can I look at something else as well? Is where some people believe that we're travelling in different dimensions when we dream, or, or that our souls leave our body to astral explore. So, what do you make of all that? Uh, well, <laughs> I, uh, the 60s were good to that. <laughs> the 60s were good to them. But yes, look, it's an aspect beyond our present understanding. Uh, there are many, many dimensions to our life, and uh, you know that is one of the ones. It's mm. it's it's coming from you know it's an expression of God, if you like, uh, or the higher power. And uh, so I I wouldn't denigrate whatever words we try to put yeah. on it and to make an explanation. You know, yeah. When loved ones visit us, which is some somewhat similar to what I said initially, dreaming of people who've gone past. But if you get a visual, a, a vivid experience of someone. Being been with you in your dream. What does that mean, Michael? Ah, well, you put your finger on it. it. It is they visiting us in our dreams. But why are they visiting us on that particular night? Yeah. What happened in the previous 24 hours that mm. triggered that dream? Or why? what, what gift 
have they to give us that they are coming now? Is it understanding? Is it care? Is it love? Uh, you know, you can examine the dream from all of those aspects mm-hmm. and see what the, the, the person in your dream is bringing to you. And what does it tell you? It tells you that maybe that you're loved or or that you need to pay attention to something or that you need to be careful of something or if it's or a parent. Miss. Yes. Mm. Uh, that Terry? Didn't hear person that. you might miss an element yeah. of the person, the yeah. quality of the person and um, I suppose death is really a continuum, isn't it? I mean, relationships don't really end. Yeah. I was talking to a lovely lady I know in, um, in Spain yesterday and she came in to find her 45-year-old son dying on the floor, and he subsequently died. And um, she said to me, he'll never be gone, will he? Yeah. And I said, no, he never will be. This was only yesterday? Only mm. yesterday. Mm. And she's a delightful woman, great mother, great everything, and she'll miss him dearly, but he'll never, ever go. He'll never be gone. What was your reaction to something like that when you heard that story yesterday? Well, I've been around a lot of people dying, you know, Mm. and you never quite get used to it, but it is inevitable at times Mm. and very unwelcome most of the time. And I think you were heartbroken. I was heartbroken yesterday. I know this woman for a long time and I have huge admiration for her. Yeah. And she has suffered an enormous amount in her life and this is just one more notch on that and I incredible story to share with us Michael you have a book there you're going to read a little piece from it are you Mm. oh fine will I do that yeah Yeah. read a little what what are you going to read I'm going to read maybe a a poem called The Poppy okay will I do that Yeah. yeah because there is no point to anything anyway it is necessary to be defiant and protesting like a single red poppy in a field of yellowing corn And because I care so desperately that there is no point, I keenly feel the deadly sadness underlying it all. I know there is no voice that is like unto mine. There never was, nor will there ever be again for my time under the warmth of the sun which will set. And so there is no reason never to be outrageous or resplendent as a poppy, bright red, erect, and generously giving difference to the sameness of that field of corn, shouting out that I was born for better or for worse, waving my flag and making my colourful noise and frightening away the darkness for as long as possible. To become the best poppy that ever there was is no mean ambition, because it means to take on the responsibility of caring for myself and not to lean on or to take from others' kindnesses. And for today's eternity, how glorious a thing it is to be alive and laughing in the wind, extravagantly scattering my seeds of happiness and hope and being wild and flagrant and dancing like a single red poppy in a whole field of yellowing corn. It's beautiful. And you know, there's a poignancy about that because today is the 70th and 8th anniversary, I believe, of the Holocaust as yes. well. So oh. we associate the poppy very much with mm. fields of war, don't we? We do, indeed. We sure do. Yeah. We do, we sure do. do. And I think the, the emphasis this time is on on uh, all of the people who were uh, who died because of their gender or whatever in, in inside in those concentration camps. Yeah. yeah. I sense from both of you, if you don't mind me saying it, I don't 
don't want to be patronising in any way, but there's an air of serenity when the two of you walked into the studio. I, I, I get from both of you that you're the man who formed the Rutland Centre, or one of well, the people. one of them. Yeah, one of them, yeah. yeah and you're the man who brought all yeah. this news to us. How uh, how are you managing to get such serenity into both your lives? Michael, uh, maybe you can answer that. Because yeah. there could be a little solution for all of us. It is so serene in the studio at the moment. I haven't been as chilled in this studio for quite some... I know it's cold in here, but you, you bring with you serenity. Where, where do you get it from? I've shown well, you that with that question. Uh, you, you have, you have. Well, look, we've lived together for what thirty eight years. Thirty eight years. And you're married. You're now married. Yeah, we're married. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Compliments of the people of Ireland. Yes, least, and yeah. the, 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 you know, the hats Ireland. off to you. Congratulations yeah. to you. I'm delighted. And for congratulations you. to the people of Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, look, we've we've both been in analysis, both worked hard on ourselves, and we are working with people who are teaching us mm. uh, every day, clients who, who yeah. bring their difficulties to us, mm. but uh, who come up with the most extraordinary solutions mm. for their own lives, you know. Mm. Uh, individuality, mm. being as individual as you can be, really, mm. is something yeah. that uh, is important. What would you say? Yeah? Well, I think we're very privileged that we have this uh, access to people and the stories of their lives. The real heroes of the Rutland uh, uh, the Rutland experience with the people who came through the treatment and people who came in having felt or feeling that they had lost everything and they had rebuilt their lives and yeah. you know yourself and in Ireland we have a very significant issue with alcohol abuse yeah. particularly alcohol abuse now other drugs so they're the real heroes of the story uh, of that particular I just happened right. to be there and we had our skills and we put it together and it was very exciting so yeah, serenity. I don't know. I think we okay. live like everybody else. Well, look. Ever. Thank you for sharing it with us. I I, I <laughs> say you. for the moment because I'd love to meet up with you again. Maybe pop down and visit you. you you've okay, you've made yeah. Killan your home. Is that right? That's, That's right. right. Yeah, and our yeah. lovely neighbours down there. We're in really Killan. Yeah. So you're now resident in Wexford. The two of yeah. you. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So maybe you'll invite me along to have a, a more detailed chat with you about sure, what yeah. you're up to because I'd love to find out more. But I leave you with this little comment from a listener who said, "Could you please ask Michael? I don't dream always, but I dream." I was holding a yellow bird it reminded me of a robin but it was a beautiful shade of yellow any idea on that one Michael? That's an interesting one the the, the, the yellow colour it'd be worthwhile googling it but I think yellow is, is certainly it's it's a it's actually a morning colour in, in uh, maybe in the Philippines in the in the, in the far east but uh, uh, it is something really special a bird can live in the sky or down on the land it, it has both mm. so it it is a symbol of wholeness, so she's actually holding something which is is very important. Okay, we have to leave it there. Thank you very much for joining us in studio. We'll see you again very soon. We'll pop down to see you if you'd let us. We'd love to. We'd love to have you, Alan. Michael and Terry. Thank you. Thank you. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.